Hey, Max. Nothing strategies that work in the classroom. Cats and kids. You enter the classroom, you can love cats, but you must love kids more. Fairly or unfairly, I mean, we associate old with being grumpy. Yeah. We say, oh, grumpy, grumpy, old, old grumpy guy, old grumpy lady, old grumpy. And we're drifting a little bit away from age now, but I think it's so important to be friendly uh, with, with kids, as you said, when you're in the hall, when you come into the classroom, uh, and, 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 and just try to, you know, maybe you have to fake it till you make it, as the old saying goes. I love and, that quote. I know. And that, uh, yeah, I mean, if you're, I had a English teacher when I was in high school. I graduated in 66. So we're looking Stone Age. Uh, English teacher, uh, strangely, happened to be my mom's cousin and was my cousin by extension. Nobody knew that. We kept that on the down low. I did. But nobody liked her. Her name was Miss Kraft. First name was Frida. And uh, we just walked down the hall, not saying hi to anybody, just a stern look on her face. Uh, I'm in charge. I'm tough. And had had these kind of old therapeutic shoes that a lot of older women teachers wore in the, in the day. And would just come down the hall. You could hear her coming half hallway away. And she got the nickname Thunderfoot, Brad. Thunderfoot? Thunderfoot. She must have walked with real deep, heavy feet. She did. And uh, it, it, she just wanted everybody to know she's in charge. She's tough. I don't know if we have anybody like that anymore in the modern age. I certainly hope not. But she couldn't understand that it was okay to be friendly, to be open. And her students, me included, would have learned a lot more. I mean, kids have lived in fear in her class. Some, some teachers rule by fear. And I think that's insecurity. I think their uh, their teaching strategies, their techniques. Uh, so they, you know, the old adage, don't smile till Christmas. They don't smile for 40 years. I think that um, right now we're talking about relationships, your verbal and nonverbal right. skills. But I think there's ways that teachers, even me included at times, can be really unfriendly in our um, understanding of students and in our flexibility of students. So another way, you could be the nice teacher, greeting people, very happy. But if a student has a need or they're not um, engaging in class, and, we, and we're not going to spend a lot of time about talking about engaging because we've done that before, but by jumping to the assumption that they don't care and um, they don't like your class or taking offense to it doesn't necessarily get you places. Um, a while back, I had a student, and my assumption was that this kid really didn't care about class, and I wanted to just yell at them for having their head down all the time. Right. And um, I found out later that um, the student, there was stuff going on at home 
there had been stuff going on at home since I've known the kid, but the kid didn't used to be that way. And um, given that situation, at times I try to at least seek out some clarity from the kid um, if they're doing okay. Right. Um, Howard, not that they're going to even tell me, and it might be gruff, but sometimes assume, even if it's persistent from the kid that it doesn't seem like they care, that there might be something else going on. So try to flip the switch and take the approach from a different angle other than um, my class, my rules. Or right. I don't give extensions because I'm trying to teach them something and maybe switch it around and pose questions to them. It could be about their generational culture or interests. Um, It could be about what they did on the weekend to multiple kids, but tapping into them as human beings at times. We've talked about that a lot, but I think that kind of breaks down that barrier of this is my class, my rules, my way or the highway. Exactly. You know, this this whole thing is a big Venn diagram. I mean, all of these things interrelate to each other, overlap, whether it's age, whether it's knowing about the kid, uh, ways to show it. So I, I, I know we're kind of drifting today and doing that Venn diagram thing. One thing that I just thought of is, I had quit teaching. I'd gone out in business for seven, eight years, came back teaching. I think I was a much better teacher because I had time to reflect. But one thing I started doing was standing at the door in the hallway, saying hi to kids as they came in, saying hi to kids even if they didn't come in, (laughs) that I didn't have in class. That made a big difference. Yeah, how many TVs, VCRs, microwaves, carpeting, how much carpeting? would you have sold if you didn't create a customer? Right. And maybe it came from that because I, I, I was in sales. But just being at the door, being visible, uh, again, it, this part of the Venn diagram covers the age piece where they know you're not just sitting at the desk. You can actually stand up and walk. Um, not being boring, lecturing the whole time. Not being boring, uh, not being so into what you're teaching that you don't care about. You know, the old adage, well, what do you teach? Well, I teach students. You know, that used to be a joke. But you do teach students. You don't teach English. You don't teach math. You you teach those kids, and uh, you have to acknowledge that every day. Well, um, one quick pieces we're talking about um, teaching. The opposite of that also shows you don't care when everything is so independent. Right. And I post it. um, The kids do it. I'm trying to help the kids be self-sufficient. And I'm doing no instruction or my common responses. It's in the notes. Right. Look it up. Read the book. Read the book. Look online. Ask a partner. That's not bad stuff. But when your go-to is either to lecture the whole time or have kids learn it on their own, 80% of the time, I don't know if if that that might be another way to, they don't care. Right. Um, Right. The perception of the kids that that teacher doesn't care. They don't care because uh, they're not even willing to talk to me about it. 
Right. And you may at the front of the room at the desk have your nose in a book or you're online with your father-in-law and you maybe shouldn't be. Uh, not that you would do that, Brad, but no. But that uh, you, the teacher can't be bothered with students and that's just crazy. Brad, we've kind of rambled, me in particular. There's... um. One thing I want to say about cats, the other cats oh. I don't like are the ones that really make a smelly mess oh. all the time in that litter box. Oh, it's not their fault. And he's pointing at my litter boxes right now. I'm wondering, though, do we give the cats diapers instead? <laughs> no. Or do we, maybe we change... Maybe we change the litter box twice. Don't they have those like they 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 conveyor have, belt litter they boxes? They have those that scoop up the litter and get rid of it. Uh, my ex-wife uses wheat litter. I don't know wheat? if you're no. Yeah, it's yeah, and uh, she dumps it every day, so it isn't clumping litter, but it's made of wheat. And I don't talk to her anymore, so I don't know any more details than that. But Brad, I'm sorry. Are you criticizing my? No, no, no. Now you're taking it personally. I no. should. May, I wasn't trying to use sarcasm. That's another thing we're not supposed to do. But I just wanted to bring it back to the cats and the cat. Well, yeah, and stinky it, teachers too. Make sure you're wearing that deodorant. <laughs> stinky teeth, and don't use the litter box in class. Yes. But, but I, I, I agree. Getting the right kind of litter is so important, and. Uh, you know, it's litter can be a symbolic thing of uh, of uh, the mess you create in a classroom as a teacher. Right. And don't, you, don't create a mess. Don't create a mess and clean up your own messes. Cats and kids, Brad, we've done it. Have a great day. That sound means that it's the end of another episode. But before we wrap up and go feed our kitties... We want to remind you that if you have ideas of warm-ups or icebreakers or other strategies, please share them on our Facebook page or comment below. And remember, when you enter the classroom, you can love cats, but you must love kids more. Have a good day.